Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we're recording. Hi, everybody. My name is Brandon. This is The Sportive. I've got John with me. Hi, John. Hey, Brandon. How you doing? Good, Stu. Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. We're in person, which is great. Yeah, where are we? Bunny's Northeast. Bunny's Northeast, formerly the Community Keg House. Is that what that was? It was like it was? A con- one of those concepts where you pour your own beer, huh. I think, and like they, the tap stops, you know, you like you get your 16-ounce pour and then it's done. Why do you think it didn't work out here? Was the beer bad? Because you had to pour your own beer. Oh, that, <laughs> that whole thing. I, I'm skeptical of that. I mean... I like when they bring know, it to me. The whole thing with bars and tap rooms in general is... You get to interact with the bar staff. Yeah, it's important. And the really good bars have the reason you go back is usually because of the staff. Right. Like you got a favorite bartender, you got a favorite table, you know, and there's just something impersonal about that. And I feel like a bar to, should hire you. Yeah. You would think. Oh wait, that's what you. Yeah, it's hard to imagine you. going to another location, pouring your own beer there, and not thinking. I can just do this at home. I was like, I can just go to a shitty house party. Close to home. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I mean, over up in the Como neighborhood. And, I got a yeah. red cup in my hand, yeah. and I just poured my own beer. Yeah. I mean, the cops won't show up here. It's basically the only... They might. They still might, you know. We're hopeful. Yeah. So we've been dancing around other topics because we don't want to get to the main topic, but I think we should probably just get started. Are you guys ready? All to, right. Uh, okay, it's Saturday, so this was. it's been six days since the Vikings got their asses handed to them in, in the most embarrassing fashion. Just. And not the most embarrassing well, fashion. 41 Donut 41 was, was more embarrassing. embarrassing. That is, okay, that so I, I wasn't that engaged at the time in uh, the Vikings Because uh, the humiliation started immediately. It was 14 to nothing before you could even look up. Okay. Yes. Whereas the Vikings actually started very strong in this game. Um, they had a touchdown, and then they... Uh, uh, was it a three? It wasn't a three and out, but they got him out after like one first down. Yeah, it might have been a five and because, out. Yeah, because they missed Torrey Smith wide open downfield, and they got the ball back. Which and then, was a harbinger of things to come. It was a harbinger of things to come. Um, then, then everything just got black. I cracked open a bomber of a very high alcohol beer <laughs> when, yeah. when it was uh, right before the Eagles went for that like field goal at the end of the half where that was like that should have been the first close up. They basically took their foot off the pedal and only got a field goal there. So they like did like three 20 yard passes in a row to get into field goal range with no problem. What's different from the uh, Giants game when they lost, that was Giants, right? 41 mm-hmm. donut? 
That was obviously, as you just mentioned, was done immediately. Yes. This was so many, not so many, and maybe it was just because I was trying to wish that it got more competitive, but I feel like there was seven or eight moments when, like, oh, all they have to do is they might get, oh, no, they didn't. No. Oh, maybe right before no. the hat. No, it got worse. And, oh, it's 27 to 7 or whatever the hell, and all they got to do is get a touchdown, and no, it's an interception. Just, like, so many fucking, It was. Ah. It was weird because... 41 Donut was just, like, stepping into the pool and drowning immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this was like, oh, I'm swimming confidently. I know what's going on. And then that Keenum rip, throws that. rip that, current underneath. The yeah, throws the terrible water. pick. And then yeah. it was exactly like 41 was Donut. Just, yeah, that, yeah that, after that, it was absolutely on. And let's give some credit to Dr. Vegas over here, Brandon Broxy, who yeah. predicted if the Vikings were to lose, yeah, it would be their strength that would let them down. Yeah, because that's the most. Yes. Yeah. I'll take another citra too. Yep. For me, please. You want this one? Yes. yes for sure. Um, <clears throat> we're yeah, you know, we're cool, I, I, yes. cool beer drinking dudes. Cool beer drinking dudes. I'd like to say, uh, you know, aw shucks. I don't, but I'm brilliant. I'm smart. I feel yep. really good about it. There was, uh, this was the conversation a few weeks ago where we played out like, what's the most unexpected shocking, terrible way to lose. Mm-hmm. And it was the defense just completely giving out. Yes. I predicted six to nothing. Yeah. And I was close on half of that. Yeah. And we'll get to uh, his uh, stuff later, but uh, Clarence Swamptown had the closest. He predicted 30 to nothing. It was a 31-point loss. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, he was he was really close. Yeah. And, uh, but it was not the manner that he decided. I, th- I don't think he saw his best friend in the world letting him down in that manner. He got, uh, Zimmer got uh, pantsed two weeks in a row. Yeah, because he really even did. the Saints had a nice half, but then that second half was even shocking. If you, well, even it, if you throw out the terrible Keenum pick six, the second half of the Saints game, the first half of the Vikings game, or the first half of the Eagles game, they allowed 41 points combined in yeah. those two halves. And just y- yards galore. I mean, so yeah, I and think then, I think the other team punted twice in those two yeah. halves. It's oh, terrible. Man. It was so bad. I um, don't understand football enough. I don't know. Maybe you guys do, but what? That's my question. What? I, huh? What? Again, it's just, they were out coached and out played. There was just no. I mean, you lose like that. It's not a matter of there were. How many turnovers did Keenum end up with that? Was it two or three? I think uh, at least one interception and one fumble. I, he had four, he I know he had four it. turnovers for the postseason. So, so there was one in the Saints game. So yeah, obviously. Three, three in three. the Eagles yeah, game. That sounds about right. Yeah. It, well, there was such, and I, again, ugh. I don't know how much blame to give to Zimmer, but there was one, the second Well, we give him credit for everything. Why not blame him? Yeah, everyone was, like, yeah. blowing his defense, the number one yeah. defense in the league, and his defense just garbage. Boat raced. But I remember By, there was. Again, not just. Any offense. Yes, thank you. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles, exactly. Napoleon Dynamite looking Nick Foles (laughs) could not be beat (laughs) against the number one defense in the NFL. Foles was amazing. Foles was great. Well, he did. How many times did he do the, uh, I think they call it run pass option or whatever, but he just faked a handoff and then looked to the Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. and there was a wide open slant. Every time. And it happened once, and I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's your one time you get to do that because it's such Mm -hmm. an obvious play. That's not going to happen again. And, and then it happened again, like the next play. 15 more times. That was unbelievable how many times that happened. Just, yeah, just. Ugh. 
And mean, there was another time, too, when Alshon Jeffrey, he scored two touchdowns, I think. The second one. He was open all game. They were Alshon like a five-yard could, could have set an NFL record for receiving yards if yeah. they had really wanted to press the issue. So I don't know if you remember this, but I'm going to brag about it because I never really, and again, I don't I say this all the time, constantly. I don't really understand the sport that much, but there was, they were at like the five-yard line, the Eagles, about to score, and Alshon Jeffrey came in motion, and like nobody... Nobody came with him or ran with him. And I was like, well, if somebody doesn't pick up Alshon, I feel like he's probably going to be yeah, he's... wide open and that's going to be a touchdown. And it was the easiest yeah. touchdown pass. Yep. And I could have done it. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I don't understand again, like, I guess I could blame Zimmer for that or somebody just like, hey, that guy, he's really good and he's running. Someone just call out that I'm going to take him or something mm-hmm. would have been really helpful. I think the most surprising out. thing of all was both in the New Orleans game and in the Philadelphia game, the, the defensive line was non-existent. There was one right. missing, I, I, missing in action. Before I switched to the Screen Actor Guild Awards, um, oh boy. I, I think there was one sack. I think, uh, I can't remember if it was, no, uh, Daniil Hunter got one, got a sack. But oh, it was a coverage that. sack for sure. Yeah. Yep. And, but I don't remember the defense defensive line having any other impact on the yeah. game at all. And obviously Foles had time to just pick apart uh, Pro Bowler Xavier Rhodes, Pro Bowler Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith got embarrassed. Destroyed. Yeah, Harrison. I mean, everyone who was like freaking out about him not getting All Pro or whatever. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, there maybe was a reason why. I have yeah. to think one of the most uh, terrible feelings in all of sports is when you lose your man deep and he's wide open and you're running after him and in your head you're just like no 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 and he's you look at his guy, hands go oh like this God. and you're like oh please don't throw it in overthrow him overthrow him yeah something anything because you've got like if you are a pitcher and you give up a home run mm-hmm. right when they hit it you're like oh that's yep, it's that, over that, you don't you have that. that 10 seconds or 5 seconds of straight panic or you give up a 3 it's over immediately wow. that feeling I can't imagine anything worse in sports and he had that happen to him a bunch of times. Yeah. It, was it, was, a, it, was, it, was, it was a series yeah, of Colin Hummel getting dunked on. <laughs> Just yes. three and a half hours of Colin Hummel getting his ass dunked on. Yep. And just slow and, motion, and, every angle, and there was and no one asked him about help side defense after because everyone Never. could see it. Happen, they could see so. it. They knew it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just God. It sucked. Yeah, I, I turned to the Screen Actors Guild Awards when it was thirty-one to seven. I want to say the they had just. Um, that Thielen touchdown on fourth down in the end zone, it got peak clearly, it hit the ground. Yeah. So I was like, yep, this is, it's, the miracle ain't happening. I'm going to watch, you know. You're right, that was the end. Sarah Ronan get uh, Best Actor for Lady Bird. Uh, uh, still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I heard it was really good. Yeah, I want to uh, see Dana it. Dana Wessel really liked it, so. Oh, did he? All right, yeah. cool. Oh, if we want to do a quick movie talk, we watched The Big Sick last night. Oh, yeah, it's great. Really? Right? God, it yeah, was good. Yeah, I loved it. Freaking Holly Hunter, man. Man, is she good in that? And, I mean, she's and good actually, everything. and everybody loves Raymond. Was really good too. He was, yeah. I actually like I like the parents more than I like. I mean, I know the story. They're the main, and I know we're not going to do a spoiler alert here. Um, the main couple was interesting and stuff, but their parents were a lot funnier, both totally. hers and his. It felt very I would, real, uh, exactly. So, well, it was based on like yeah, apparently a true story. Oh, hey, tell your right. But they felt like a real couple. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was a great movie. It yes, was uh, really, really enjoyed it. I have so. not seen a bunch of movies this year, but that's for sure one that I saw. And I've seen Get Out twice now. And, and we, oh, I we love Get we, Out. We, God, Get Out was so good. Second time is even better. It's so really? good. Yeah. Did you pick up a few more things? Yeah, kind of. And you know it's coming, so you can kind of pay attention more to just the little ticks and the, you know, the, not ticks, but the little, you know, little stuff. 
It was it was even better the second time. Have you seen any movies, John? At all? I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw one movie in 2017. Yep, that sounds about right. It was Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that was wow. it. That was Which it, one, huh? the Rogue One or the brand, the Last Jedi? The Last Jedi. Okay. Well, good. That I'm, you got to see. Uh, I'm mostly Scott. looking at Brandon how, right now, thinking, how does Brandon have time to he, see movies? He, he does not have I a one. I just mentioned the one though. I, I, the two. I've only yeah. seen not yeah. many movies. Those are the two movies you've yeah. seen. Now, he, again, his kids aren't one. I mean, you're in the. I mean, that you got to one movie. That's about right. One year old, one movie. That's that's well, it's a one luckily, to one ratio. My wife does not has. I don't think she's ever seen a Star Wars movie. So she had no interest whatsoever. So I could leave the house yeah. and so, go see Star Wars. So for us uh, as parents, we get the boys down at about eight thirty, eight forty-five, whatever, and then I go to bed at like eleven. Okay. So I have two hours every night to do something. Sometimes it's work, sometimes whatever. So I could watch more movies, and I feel like I don't watch enough. Do you have that sort of pocket of time after Well, we put Quinn down at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, okay. And in general, by 9.30, I'm 9:30. ready to go to bed. You're yeah. closer to Danielle. See, I have plenty of time because I stay up later. What time, like, uh, like 8.45, does Dave call to talk about what he's going to do to Glenn Basin? Because <laughs> we well, call. we only do that twice a week now. Okay, that's We've good. Really that's good. good. We've really got to let things go. We've yeah, really worked yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah. I record it every time and then throw it away <laughs> as a cathartic thing, like... Yeah. Writing, I write letters to Glenn Mace, and then I burn those. <laughs> so my good. therapist really is working on this with me. So, yeah. So you just you don't have a you don't have time to to sneak in a quick movie right. during the weekday. That yeah. would be that it. Sense. Would be an amazing amazing thing to watch a movie without involving a babysitter. At this do you guys? Uh, do you like binge or not binge? But like, do you do you kind of watch through series of shows? Like, hey, we can get through one a night, sort of deal, or well, is it kind of just randomly picking up on whatever's? In general, if we watch different things on TV, Lisa will go through. For some reason, she loves CBS shows, oh, so she's right. seen like every CBS Grand show Oil, huh? and oh. and seen all of those. NCIS, CSI. All uh, the other CSI, I'm making stuff Hawaii up. Five-0, oh. Madam Secretary, she likes that one. So you anyway, kind of just big one. So she she watches all those. Schedule, if I have the TV on, it's on sports, sports of yeah. some kind. Yep. So I can tell you how the Oilers looked in the first period, but I haven't. Connor McDavid, my guy. Well done, Stu. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Are the Oilers good or bad this year? They're not that good this year. They're not that good. This I would year. say that they're not that Stu, good. Stu, I'm so but proud they're of you. Promising. Don't you think that there's nope. upside there, Stu? Actually, there's, oh, they have so much upside. I'm going to show. This there's, no, there's no upside whatsoever to the Edmonton Pod, Oilers. Are you sure? I, Podcasting is a highly visual medium. Really? And I'm going like to show John what I put on the Surly Brewing account uh, today, the Instagram account. I'm, I'm hoping this is a very inappropriate picture. No, okay, it's not. Okay, so but I, I did all the text the for that. Yeah. Stu oh, wow. just pulled I got, out I Did you do the artwork, too? It's, it's on Surly Brewing, down. at Surly Brewing on Instagram. Um, yes. really look, at, look, at that, look at the hashtag, sir. Remember, there Mr. Puck. Listening. Yep. Mr. Puck is the hashtag. <laughs> a Mr. Puck hashtag what happens if I click on the Mr. Puck hashtag? I hope. Uh, oh, God, I hope you actually post some, some, some just awful Oh, I can follow hashtags. Ooh, I'm going to do that. Okay, you can't. It's a lot of cat pictures. I'm not going to lie. Really? Right, so no one That's can like see a... what's happening here. Yes. Yeah, that is absolutely. John is looking at cat. I'm looking at Instagram on a podcast. This is real bad. And Stu and Mandy just high fived an old '97 song. Yes. Murder or yeah. Heart Attack. Just really good song. Great song. Total jam. What a song. That whole, uh, Oppenheimer's on the same record. Oh, too. my God. Fight songs? Yes. What a great record. Incredible. We're going to go see them. One um, of the best. I know we're, we're um, actually down here for the Drive-By Truckers tonight. Yeah, tonight. <clears throat> yep. 
Um, in March, there's a big. Uh, God, this is a great song. It is such a great song. Uh, there's a big brewer, uh, beer tasting at uh, Grand Casino in, let's say Hinkley, um, and the Jayhawks and Old 97s are playing it. No shit. No shit. Uh, March third. March third. Saturday the third. Yep. My brother's actually flying. It was his oh, yeah. Christmas gift from his uh, girlfriend. Is they're flying him up here to go. Is see he the guy, the Four Peaks guy? He is the Four Peaks guy. Yeah, we had a great time watching the Vikes game at that. That was a yeah. Oh, well, that was pretty for the New Orleans the, the New Orleans Vikes. The, the good game. The good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the game has now been ruined by last week's game. That's that such a has, great. Place. It is not that. Actually, I, I was going to actually remark that that uh, that finish still has not been ruined for me. You're still okay with it. I that? still. I was such a great moment. It's, I'm not going to let. I'm because I mean I mean I think we mentioned this last time the 1980 the Tommy Kramer Ahmad Rashad game. Right. They got you know just. They got the shit beat out of them by the Eagles that year in the playoffs oh, too. Oh, really? But I didn't remember that until some like I read like somebody had brought it up on I think Judd Zolgad had mentioned it on 1500 and sure. But all I remember from 1980 is that awesome play, and I guarantee in 15 years, I, 15 years is about the right way to get rid of trauma, right? That's, that's I'll let you know. Still. It takes a while for that. This would to be know. the year, if that's true. This will be the year I get over the. Gophers Michigan game in 2003. You're never so. going to get over that. Gophers Michigan 2003. What are you talking about? Uh, the oh, Gophers man. were up 28 to seven in the fourth quarter. Oh, that hadn't one. Hadn't beat Michigan since sure. 1986. Yep, hadn't sure, beat them sure, at home sure. since 1976. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was right trying now. to figure out how I was going to get on the field to try to tackle whoever had the little brown jug. <laughs> and then I think it was Chad Henney. <laughs> at one point, he ran battery. 60 yards for a touchdown. It was so bad. Holy shit. And it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. I think it was. It, a, it got oh the World Series. Pushed I it think back, it right? was a Friday or night the, the because of Twins Play, playoff. Twins game. playoff game pushed it back, and it was. They were yes, okay. Yeah, were was, they against the A's in all three? Is that an God, A's? I don't know. That might have been it. Because the Angels they, was O two, right? We lost but they played the A's Kennedy. and the Angels in O two. They beat the A's. They beat the A's with, in O two. Uh, Pierzynski, right. three run bomb, and then Guardado gave up two runs, but we worked it out. And the Angels, Adam Kennedy hit uh, 11. No, 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 we're not going to do that right now. We're not going to do that. Set a record, I believe. So we got enough sadness or maybe the Yankees in 03. So something like that. Um, Wow, okay, so you're you're not over that game yet. No, I'm not over that game. Okay, so that's. Stu thinks I'll never be over that game. You're never going to be over that game. I think I'm going to feel that way about the Eagles game. The Uh, Eagles game? You will, you, I mean, you were as confident as anybody that they were going to make the, yep, the I was. Super Bowl. But and you, so you're not, I mean, I feel like there's so many fans who um, say, justifiably, nothing amazing ever happens for our teams. Something amazing did happen no matter what. It didn't work out, but I feel like that's sort of, that's a great song. Drugs. God like, damn, yeah, nice work. drugs at Bunnies. Bunnies Northeast. Killing it. Are they playing this for us? Is there they someone might, looking a around going, oh, here's a dad in some buffalo plaid. Let's put yeah, on some more. on before we got here. Isabel's on early. Like, yeah. 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 They definitely saw Stu walk in with his flannel and ribbon. Like, mm-hmm. Put on the dad flannel playlist. Well, I love it. It's a great song. It is a great anyway, song. Anyway, um, oh. I think that that is a, I'm with Stu, that's, that well, uh, shine can't be dulled. No. We'll That's see amazing. how I remember this year. I I don't know how I will feel in five years, ten mm-hmm. years. Sure. Right now, just because of all the Super Bowl stuff, I think what I will remember from this year is there was the amazing game against New Orleans, and then they should have gone to the Super Bowl and didn't. Yep. At home. Yeah. 
And yes. I think it's only the Super Bowl being in Minneapolis that makes this year particularly terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, if it hadn't been for the Minneapolis Super Bowl, this would have been number five on the list of the worst NFC Championship games in really? my lifetime. Okay. No contest. Okay. 87 was terrible. 98 was terrible. 2000 was terrible. 20, 2009 was terrible. Yeah. yeah. But if it wasn't for the Super Bowl being here and the two-week party yes. that would have ensued, that yeah. is such a even if they had point. lost the Super Bowl to yeah. the Patriots, yeah. it would have been an amazing two weeks just to be here. in Minneapolis. It would have been so and in, crazy. in the Twin City. It would have been unbelievable. And to miss out on that, I think, is what I'm going to remember. Yeah. I think and I'm going to remember the utter butt-kicking of yeah, that right. game. I think that's a brilliant point. I was talking to uh, two friends that are from Minnesota, and they both live on different coasts now. One is... East Coast, one's West Coast, and so we kind of get together and just have a Skype conversation every once in a while. And so we were talking last night, and I kind of made the same point of like, it didn't really matter if they won or didn't win, but the two weeks leading up to it, the vibe now sucks around here. Not in a bad well, way, that, but that, that'll lead into our next topic of conversation, right. our next two topics of conversation. Yes, yeah. uh, but the you uh, there so. So I work at Best Buy, and there was a there's an opportunity. I think in a bunch of different companies, and even not companies of sponsors of the you know team or whatever. That hey, there's these volunteer opportunities. You know, if you want to be a volunteer to welcome people that are from out of town and go to do some pregame stuff and pre weekend stuff, NFL experience, blah blah blah. Hundreds and hundreds of people have done this or volunteers. They have to welcome whatever, and like. Imagine if they knew that they would have to welcome in the Eagles fans. How many would be like, no, fuck no, 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 no way. No, I, I'm not going to volunteer. I'll go to the airport to like hit him in the ankles with a baseball <laughs> that's bat. If that's and these <laughs> poor people who just love football and whatever now have to just be like, oh, hi, yeah, are you the one of the going? people that threw the batteries at grandma's? Yeah, you throwing those full cans of beer at the Is kids in the strollers. Cool. Yeah, that, you're great. You're awesome. Thanks for coming. Yeah, so happy to have you. So I mean, it's not like the vibe silver lining's like, playbook was overrated. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's so. that. That makes it so much worse uh, yeah. for that. So I, I, I'm with you, John. So where do you rank this in terms of? I'm sorry to do this. I'm sorry. You guys don't want to. I might cry. All right. But that's okay. I yeah. think it's important that we get crying. Let's the sad out. Let's 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 just talk through it. All We're right. Get through it. Uh, where do you rank this in terms of miserable Vikings losses? Uh, it doesn't top. Falcons, nope. Can't possibly top that. No, that that was the day. Yeah, I, you got to put 1998, 2009 over to one side. Yeah, those, those two are, are one two. Those are one and two. Those okay. will rarely be top. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It by by hardly by, any other team. I, yeah. I, I do. I want to break in. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but when when you look at the Vikings' losses, they have a pretty good case at having. The worst ever loss in a regular season finale, which is the Nate Poole game. Yep. Yep. The worst ever loss in a wild card game, the Blair Walsh game. Yep. The worst ever loss in a divisional round game, the Hail Mary, the game where the term Hail oh, Mary yeah, was invented. Yeah, Hail Mary game. Oh. Yep. And they have two candidates for the worst ever loss in an M- NFC Championship game. Wow. In '98 and 2009, and then throw on top of that that they lost four Super Bowls in eight years yes. and never won one. Unbelievable. Is there a 
Do the Bills, would they argue with any of The Bills of are the only ones because they did it four times in a row, which I can't They lost imagine. four Super Bowls in a row, in a row. and they lost had, the Music City Marathon. They had yeah. four in a row they lost? They yeah. lost four yeah. in a row. You don't yes. remember that? I do. I, I thought it was three in a row. I did not know it was four in a row. And they should have won at least one of them. The Scott Norwood game, they should have won. The Scott Norwood game, they should have won. Yeah. And which <laughs> changes the whole... And Buffalo I gotta Bills, believe everything. Scott Just Norwood a, is not even close to as much of a goat as Gary Anderson because that was a tough kick. He wasn't that great of a kicker to begin with. It was outdoors, whatever. Yeah. We have way bigger claim of a yeah. more disastrous kick. But that was a Super Bowl losing kick. True. Which, there aren't a lot of those. Yeah. It hurts more, but he's not as much of an embarrassing like. It'd be. Totally it would be interesting up. to ask a Bills fan if that that one year when they were down. Was it 28 nothing at halftime? The Frank Wright game. Yeah. Like and they came said, back so. and won it 38-35. Yeah. That was that the was, playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a miraculous game. Mm-hmm. Incredible. In some ways, the Minneapolis Miracle is a little bit like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, oh, this was an amazing win. It'll be remembered forever. And people do remember the Frank Wright game. Mm-hmm. But I don't you think that... Frank Wright's name because he was the quarterback. I, I'm Kelly. guessing if you talk to Bills fans, it doesn't ease the pain a lot. No, it doesn't. There's no way it can it's just it's a nice fun thing that happened. I think that might be where the Diggs game ends up. A nice fun Frank thing, right? A nice fun thing that happened. Shot, Tommy and a like nice you mentioned, there yeah. really have not been that many good Vikings games. It's like the Diggs catch a modern shot, mm-hmm. and then you're already down into Randy Moss. Randy and Moss Green at Lambeau. I mean, <laughs> think regular season games that turned yeah. out well. That's like, that's it. What a mm-hmm. pathetic franchise. But. A you really good, this, pathetic franchise. Yeah, not the Detroit yeah, Lions. Yeah, yeah. An amazingly successful. It's it's hard not to look at the Lions and be like, well, on the one hand, they have less pain. On the other hand, they've won one playoff game since 1957. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so there was a question on Deadspin this week that I thought was interesting. What is worse, the, I don't know, maybe you saw this already, the, uh, is it worse to lose a heartbreaker or a blowout? Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker is worse, right. right? Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, there's people who are answering that as a hypothetical, but we actually have lived it. We know it. We know it. It's um, 41 Donut. There's it's no like, way it's, last yeah. Sunday was worse than the Saints or the Falcons. There's no way. 41 Donut was like getting beat that was up hilarious. on the playground. But Gary Anderson and the the far, the far 12 men in the huddle game, that was like getting your arm ripped off yeah. by a combine. <laughs> yeah. A combine that was cheating in the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> cheating ass combine. Fucking combine. It's <laughs> your podcast uh, title, by the way. I'll write it down. <laughs> okay, so that's an obvious one, right? I kind of felt the same way. I understand the uh, the counter argument of, because we just sort of lived it this past week, mm-hmm. of a heartbreaker you're going to think about for years, as we do and have and always will. The... Blowout is like you start. It's it's embar- It's more embarrassing. Yeah. Right. You go. Oh my God! I cannot believe I actually put some time into this organization, and I'm 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 a loser. <laughs> that brings it brings up something I wanted to mention, and I I'm just rolling this around in my mind right now. Okay. Sure. So think all remember, loud, please. Do you remember when we were all kids with video games? Uh huh. Like. Brandon, when you and I were young, there was the NES. Yep. Stu, when, when you I were young, there was the Atari, the Atari 2600. Yep. Sure. So when you were playing those video games, what you did is you took the cartridge out of the little dust jacket yep. and you popped it into the video games and you started playing from the start of the game. So if you were playing like Super Mario, you had to go through 12 levels before you got to the 
interesting, the level eight, three or whatever it right. was, that yes. was actually the one that you wanted to play. You had to sit there and put in your time and spend 25 minutes getting back to that point. And so video games weren't all that interesting because you always had to start from the beginning. But then the biggest advancement in video games that came along as we grew up was that you started being able to save your game. Yeah. You could play all through that stuff, and then video games had to have a story all the way through rather than just being like, all right, here we are, 20 minutes of getting back to that point. Right. So what I'm rolling around in my head is, why don't I do the same thing for the Vikings game? I'm just going to save my game before the NFC Championship game, yeah. and I'll wait for him to get back. It'll probably be 10 years. Sure. So in 10 yeah, years, I can pick it back up with the Vikings. Yeah. There's no reason I need to go through level one, 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 two, one. I don't need to do that. I don't yeah. need to do the stupid swimming fish level of so the Vikings anymore. So I can just wait until they're back to the NFC Championship game. So you're just going to wait. You're not going to pay attention to them I don't again. see why I should have. I put in my enough. time. Yeah. <laughs> I put in more than three decades of suffering <laughs> week to week Four every fall. Four <laughs> decades for Sue. <laughs> Why do we have to sit through week to week every week? Why can't we just save our yeah? Wake me up when they're back here. I haven't even talked to my dad since the game. Is he alive? I I think he's alive. My aunt would have called probably. Yeah. Uh, But I have not. I because I just know. I mean, we talk after every Vikings game during the regular season, but playoffs are a separate thing. Right. So I'll probably call him sometime this week just to check in on him. I mean, he's in his seventies and. He'll call me, yeah. I mean, he might actually yeah, probably will. And I, I know, I mean, my mom was actually pretty uh, uh, excited about this team, too. And, and she's, you know, actually goes to church and stuff. So this has really had to have been a tough road to hoe for her because, my goodness. This God is, has abandoned. Yeah. God Wait has minute, abandoned I the Vikings. Long ago. Hold this. Um, whatever Norm Van Brocklin did in that first training camp in 1961, we are still paying God only back. knows what happened. He sent you McElhenney to the Thunderbird Motel. <laughs> Some of the stuff that happened there. Oh, my God. Even the Israelites only wandered for 40 years. Just 40. That was a walk <laughs> in the fucking desert, man. You can do that anytime. There's like a, there, people run yeah, that now. It was like, hiking. You know, yeah. Compared like to Viking Sandom. Probably a rough, TV's rough cat. I think he just does that for fun. So <laughs> That uh, guy, he runs like 100, mi- 100 yeah, miles. 100 miles at a time. He's farther north so he can run you know, in like yeah. more harm's way. I it's assume like, there's like open volcanoes and stuff like that that he's oh, running yeah. through. Oh yeah, if you're up, yeah, he's up like Grand Marais, right? So, I, mean, yeah, I think that's, that's right. Big, yeah, that's a, basically that's that's a Cormac McCarthy novel up there. So um, I'm going to use the restroom and hand the mic off to the uh, fourth person on the podcast. You're going to give it to Mandy. I'm going to give it to Mandy right now because I have to pee. All right. Um, <laughs> Hold on. To Mandy, that. can maybe talk about rooting for a football team that's actually won. Okay, going to the bathroom is going to be like a. Adventure. It's gonna be an adventure. You gotta go like down like some oh, stairs. Oh right, right, right. It's crazy. Yeah. Nice knowing you, buddy. And seriously, I thought that I wasn't coming back. Yeah. I was a little worried. I Mandy's here. My phone. Hi. How's Hi, it going? Mandy. Good. How are you guys doing? Are you recovering okay in this Vikings? You I'm okay? Fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Do you feel? I felt bad. Do you feel pain on Stu's behalf? You felt bad for like other this. people. Not I felt for bad for other people, and right. it was exciting and it was fun to kind of follow along with. Um, especially since the Broncos really sucked bad this year. Right. So it was kind of nice to have somebody else to cheer for. They were very bad. It was Ugh. It was really, really bad. It's hard to cheer for a team with a terrible quarterback. It's one of the worst things was, in the world to tune in and be like, oh, 
Oh my God. As we well know, we just didn't find it. Every week it was like, oh, yeah. All right, I can do this. I can get through. Oh, did he throw that one left-handed? What happened? Yeah, he was one of the more frustrating <laughs> quarterbacks. What, 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 what went wrong this moment? <laughs> felt like he was more frustrating to watch than Tavares Jackson, who also sucked. But he felt like Tavares at least seemed like he, he had some idea had of what was going on. Though, like, didn't he at least like? You know, he's not good right now, but he probably could be in a few years. Wasn't that where T. Jack sort of right. sucked in a general sort of way? And, and it was supposed to be games, and not he wasn't as dumb as Ponder like right. with these throws. And Keenum has some of these things too. We're like, what the fu- What are you doing? What, why would you? Just, I mean, how long has Keenum been playing NFL? Like in the forever, long time. Like, he's, how old is he? He's I think like, he's twenty-eight. Yeah, he's he's honestly, I this thought is, he was more. This is at least the second conversation. No, I honestly he's, uh, thought he was closer to a rookie than that. I'm going to guess. Do you, should I even guess? My guess is 28. Up? We are going to look it up. I'm going to say 28, too, as well. I think that's about right. He's been in the league for five years or so. He was on Houston. Okay. He's 29. He'll be 30 in a couple weeks here. He was on Houston. He was on L.A. with us. Two years in Houston, a year for St. Louis. That's a great song. Back to Houston. Spoon. Back to St. Louis and then to Minnesota. Oh, he was on St. Louis twice? Yeah. Oh, and shit. then they moved to L.A., so. Oh, right. See, I, right. I, I so he played I, for both the Texans and the Rams twice, apparently. I yeah, any of his mistakes cannot be chalked up so, to, like, okay. rookie okay. nerves okay. I, knew, I mean, I knew it wasn't his first year, but I kind of thought he was a little newer than that. Yeah. All right. Mm. He I should mean, have been better than that. In a way, I respect a guy. Um, I don't know if respect's the right word, but, like, he is more ambitious than his skill level lets him be, right? He believes like this is going to work out great for sure, me. And it doesn't. Sure. He makes a bunch of mistakes. But I kind of love the dude who's just like, fuck it, I, I, think, I think this is going to work out. I'm good at it. Oh, like that. You know? Oh, God, who's the guy? Who's the guy that decided to play baseball when he just did Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I, do think. I am also thirsty. Yes, also I thirsty. would love I a... a hot tea. Absolutely. We have uh, black or green. I'll go with black. Black. Thank you. Oh. Yep. Boy, this is the kind of bar that has two different colors we of tea. We have two different kinds of tea. That's pretty special. Options. Tea options. Yeah. It's amazing. Stuart made it back very quickly. Boy. Oh, and he brought popcorn. All right, so let's get back on track here. Right. I want to ask a question. Um, I, I do, before we get off the Case Keenum train, sure. I will say one of the things about the playoffs was before the playoffs started, I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe they should sign Case Keenum. To a long-term Okay, that was going to be one of my questions. And what do you think? now after the playoffs, I'm like, I don't want Case Keenum back. I'm, Nowhere. No. I'm done with Case Keenum. No That's way. fine. Are you we serious? We can go without Case. Well, number one, our sweet, beautiful son, Teddy, needs a chance. Yep. Number two, I, I'm, I'm fine. Someone's going to pay a lot of money to Case Keenum. And I hope it's Probably not the, the Minnesota Vikings. Probably the Giants. He'll follow Shermer there. No I think, way. To be, they have to Eli. Be, Eli, I believe, has the worst quarterback rating of the last two years by a fair amount over anyone else. I agree that he's bad, but I just wonder if they believe he's bad. Um, You think Shad Permer is going to come in and be like, get out of here, Eli? He's under contract, right? Probably. We don't. I mean, it's a sport of fact. I genuinely don't know the answer to that. I'm almost positive. I feel like we would have known if he was a free agent because then everybody would be like, well, then if he's not under contract, then it's an obvious... Shat Permer and Case Keenum are gone together. But exactly. I think he must be under contract because that's I mean, not... he was effective for most of the year under, you know, Shermer's guidance. But yeah. Shermer but no. isn't taking the defense with him. No. Is all I'm saying. No, I... I, um... That's amazing you guys turned on him. If he would have been... I, a, I, 
I had one game, right? About the time in well, that every, every and every first quarter of every game. Or so. Let me during, ask you. during the New Orleans game, in the 29 seconds it took for that throw to hit the top of U.S. Bank Stadium and come down and be intercepted, <laughs> that I think that was, was enough time the, for me to just be oh done man. with the Case Keenum era. I know you're right about that, but I yeah. do think that he did a nice job of like. Oh yeah, I mean, I think he masked the. Uh, offensive line will come back for really $2 million nice dollars next year. Then sure, he won't. No, right? he won't. He'll want a long-term deal. Okay, Just so, so you know, listeners, we have no idea what the Viking salary cap situation is. Maybe they have enough money to sign all three of them to twenty-five million dollar contract. I genuinely don't That's know. Totally the possible. I'm guessing no, though. I'm guessing no as well. Okay, so let me ask you, and John, I'll start with you. What do you want them to do versus what do you think that they will do? I think I want, I still want Teddy to be the guy for seven years, eight years, ten years. All right. I still want that to happen. I still think it's possible okay. that it could happen. Size seven, please. So I think, ultimately, I think that it's time to it to fish or cut bait with Teddy. I guess. Okay. His knee is. I, I mean. At any point, his leg could we'll fall know. off. I mean, if they bring him back, they think his knee's good. If he's cut loose, they think he's never coming back. Right. So, well, I mean, they, they'll know. I mean, that's... And I'm not thrilled by that, just because it's a lot of eggs in one basket. But yeah. I think it's their best solution. I don't. I think Case Keenum their is what he is. Solution. I think Sam Bradford will never last more than four weeks in a row without being hurt again. Yeah. Same Real here. bummer for that guy. I feel yeah. terrible. He was so good. That first New Orleans game, he was insanely good. But so, but yeah, I mean, the non-realistic options are Drew Brees or Kirk Cousins. I don't like Kirk Cousins very much. I don't. Either. I don't know about you guys. You guys watch more football than I do around the league. So sure. I've never seen him play. I have no idea. He Kirk played against Cousins? the Vikings this year. Huh. Did we win? He plays for the, I the, Washington, the Washington Racist team. Yeah, right. they won that game. I'm going to say Stu watches more football around the league. <laughs> okay, I, knew, I, I know he's on the R-words. Yep. Uh, I I know he's a little guy, right? He's kind of skinny little dude. He's, yeah, he's Peter Dinklage. I don't know. Does he... Uh, does he it, does he scrambble at all? That's what I feel like. Oh, he's a scrambler. He's a hustler. Oh, good. Well, because I think that... He gives it all out there. I can't handle a quarterback who can't, like, move around a little bit. It's very frustrating to me because I know our offensive line. That's why Keenan was good. He just got, like, moved around enough. You gotta That's why I, like, I love Teddy, too. He kind of gives a few extra seconds. That's why Bradford's great, but he is a statue. Mobile. Immobile, sorry. Speaking Immobile. of Vikings team units that went downhill very quickly, the offensive line was garbage oh, in the playoffs. So bad. Yeah, the... Uh, which is funny. At the start of the season, all four of us agreed that we the garbage offensive line was going to get us killed. Was going to ruin the season. Mm-hmm. Instead, and they, they went did. thirteen it just and took three. Them a long time to do it. <laughs> and then in the playoffs, the yeah, garbage that, offensive that, line. Yeah, that, oh god, that turnover. The uh, at the yeah, that was. I don't know who was that. Reef who missed on the tack on the block or probably. Yeah, I, I think that sounds right. The the guy on the right. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, for some reason, they decided that. Mike Remmers, who is the right tackle, should play left guard during the playoffs. Now, I'm not, I don't want to be a Monday morning quarterback, but that doesn't seem like a good idea to me. They thought Rashad Hill gave him a better chance to win, and that turned out to be the wrong call. Wow. But again, it's, I, I, again, but again I mean, I the understand. offensive line performed 
so much better than we all thought. We're eating would. a little bit of crow because of that offensive line. We're eating yeah. a lot of crow. You can go back. Our yeah. predictions are posted on the yeah. internet. Yeah, you can go back and look at just yeah, none of us saw that. Right. I mean, this is they far surpassed anything we thought they would do. Um, this song still bangs, by the way. Franz Ferdinand, take me out. Uh, take me out. Yeah, um, unbelievable. One of uh, an amazing workout song. Oh God, like, yeah. there's no I mean, way. If you ever on like, treadmill, this song. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, I got this. I three minutes. The next three minutes, I got this. Um, the the uh, it was. I mean, the defense's fault. They lost that game. It was not anyone else's fault. It was not Case Keenum's fault. It wasn't the old line's fault. It was entirely on the defense losing True. the NFC Championship game. Their strength. And I don't know that I had a really good power out for that. So No, I mean, the it, the offensive line was not good, but it wasn't their fault. Oh, God, no. no. So here's a question for you. Um, so I don't even think we got to predictions of what the quarterback situation is. We can talk about that later. We get to share. Yeah, we got a, we got we got a whole offseason. So much time. The Twins don't start till April. Yeah. And they uh, might sign somebody by May. You, you never know. <laughs> I wonder how much the owners are going to pay in the collusion settlement. Oh, my God. So much money. I feel like it's going to be like the one that was three years ago where they didn't pay all that much money. We're we talking about MLB now? Yeah. yeah. Right. Because everybody's trying to get under the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so nobody signed in anybody. Except for the Brewers. For some reason, the Brewers are insanely active right now. It's going to be annoying to see the Brewers win 112 uh, games this year. Are we, do we hate the Brewers? Yeah. We hate people from Wisconsin. Yeah. At least I do. I don't know if that's a common thing. That's it's pretty common. I feel like I only feel that way about the Packers, of course. Yeah. And the Badgers. Yep. But I'm okay with the Brewers, and I'm okay with the Bucks. I feel like I'm okay in They're general harmless. with the, the city of the Milwaukee. Bucks are harmless. They just what do they yeah, ever do to fun. us? Yeah, you just like want to tussle their hair. Like, yeah, these camps. Oh, you guys. I for some reason I feel okay about Milwaukee. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe but that's, that's the only tell. part of Wisconsin. Like Madison, I would happily wipe from the maps, salt <laughs> the earth, so nothing comes back ever again. Right. Huh. Green Bay, if it just fell into Lake Michigan and was fired upon by the entire might of the American military, wouldn't have a problem with it. Right. How would you just help it? Oh, God. Mouthful of popcorn. I had a really good <laughs> joke there, too. Damn. All right, we're just going to take a break here for a second while Stu chooses popcorn. Yeah. We're going to pretend like none of that ever happened. Please repeat Back your to last Stu. sentence about the Green Bay and the military. Uh, the full might of the American military wiping Green Bay off the map in Lake Michigan. How would you tell the difference? There we go. Good. That's all Good. I wanted there. Yeah. yeah we'll Good fix, job, everybody. We'll fix that in post. Let me ask you a question about the Vikings, then we'll move on. <laughs> there was a time in, I think it was 2009, with Brett Favre, where when they lost to the Saints... The prevailing opinion, which turned out to be 100% right, was like, well, that's it. The whole entire era is done with because they are never going to be this good again. They're never going to get back here again. And I remember thinking at the time, you're crazy. He's, what, just because one year doesn't really mean anything. But smarter people knew, like, no, everything broke in our favor this year. He's going to be older and he's going to be terrible and the defense is going to be worse, yada, yada, yada. So I was wrong. Um... Is that your feeling with this year, too? Because so many things broke out so perfectly with not, no good quarterbacks in the playoffs and having to face Foles and having whatever that you're just like, my God, a, a team that we were, I don't think we were being facetious when we all thought they would be like a below 500 team when you looked at them on paper. 
uh, turn into a 13-3, and three, do you have the feeling of like, well, that was a lightning in a bottle and we're screwed? Or do you think like, oh, we'll, we'll be solid for the next few years? Where I, do you land on this? Um, do you want to go first, John? No, go ahead, Stu. I think uh, their ceiling next year is like 10-6. and six. I think the defense, I mean, Zimmer clearly can coach a regular season defense. And they're still fairly young defense. Okay. So I think their defense can carry them to like a wild card. And they're not going to like lose anybody on. No, I think I heard, I deep. think I read that they have ten defensive starters on their contract for next yeah. year. I don't know who the odd man yeah. out is. The only wild card with that and with any season with the NFL is they were all so healthy this year, mm-hmm. right? I don't. Well, yeah. It was I don't a very healthy anybody. Year I mean, Sandejo or whatever. Sandejo, yeah. I don't I even mean, know if he missed any the, time. Yeah, their ninth or tenth best player on defense missed a couple of games. Yeah, the linebackers were all healthy. Yeah. Griffin was healthy. Rhodes yeah. is amazing. Smith's amazing. Yeah. So that was awesome. So if they can stay healthy next year, yeah, you're right. They seem like they should be. Yeah, I think pretty they, good. I mean, they have a tough schedule. They're going to have a first place schedule. But I mean, this year's schedule, I mean, was bad. I mean, they had a. Yeah. I mean that. They earned that 13-3 and because they had to play the NFC South, which was clearly a very good division. But even on offense, uh, they're, obviously their wide receivers are incredible. Thielen yeah. and Diggs are amazing. Yeah. And uh, we're going to get uh, Dookie back yeah. with Delvin Cook. De- yeah, Delvin. I mean, Kelvin Duke. He, he, would not have, he would not have helped them against Philly, but nope, right. it would have been closer probably. But still, they should be competent for the next Yeah, I think 10-6 and six is a reasonable. I mean, seeing what we've seen out of them this year, 10-6 and six yeah. is a reasonable expectation. All right. You gotta. You do have to look at the offensive line again, though. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, Rammers yeah, I mean, and Reef that, that aren't getting be any better. Joe Berger has to retire. Yeah, he's 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 thirty six he, years still old the or team? something like that. I didn't that. even yeah. know he was. No, he's got to be he retired. Was, after help, and again, Elfline broke his ankle. I thought Tiny Elvis yeah. was. Tiny Elvis good. was not good this year. Shut up. Yeah, no way. No, he wasn't good. I've heard. Well, I mean, I picked him as my bro, so people were wrong. But he wasn't that good. Okay. He spent a lot of time going backwards, like he was on roller skates. Um, he, I have no confidence in Rick Spielman in general. Sure. But I definitely have no confidence in him to pull a rabbit out of a hat and come up with an amazing offensive line. If you're a Spielman hater. This is a really bad year for you, right? Because yeah. almost everything worked out. This was a bad year for my Vikings thoughts in general. Yeah. I invite all of the podcast listeners to never go back and listen to anything Please. I said about the Vikings. Please don't. Because I was wrong about literally every single thing. Our podcast, we should just put it on Snapchat from now on. You just I get the one right. crack. Please download and rate it on iTunes, but do not listen to the podcast. I don't know yeah, how to work Instagram listen. stories, but yeah. sir, sir, do not listen to this. No. But please download and rate us five stars on iTunes. Yes, please. We need it. Okay. We need do we want to talk about Philly or not? Okay, so fans. my question to you is, uh, where do you fall on uh, Philly fans? There's one camp that's like, yeah, sports fans are shitty. Across the board, there's good ones and there's bad ones, and there's ones that will give to the charity of the opposing whatever they are just to be nice, and they also will throw full beers at babies. Mm-hmm. Or are you on the opposite side of like, yeah, I get it, but these are the worst human beings on the planet. Um, are they worse than others, you think? I think what you saw in Philadelphia... Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the Vikings fans who travel, like their big thing is going to Green Bay, going to Lambeau, doing a little back and forth with the guys in the Lambeau parking lot, and it's yep. not—it rarely gets 
violent. I have not once seen a video of like an actual fight or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, I, it's just you know that it's good. I mean, it's not necessarily good natured, but it's like we're all upper Midwestern, you know, repressed Lutherans, and we have a lot of commonalities. <laughs> Whereas they went to Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a, a good way to put this. Um, like at a pickup basketball game. You can talk trash to certain guys, mm-hmm. and there's certain guys you just don't mess with. And the Vikings fans didn't know that when they went to <laughs> Philadelphia. So, like, they're talking trash to a Green Bay person. Like, oh, yeah, four Super Bowls, here's a Bratwurst. And they, like, were talking trash to a guy from Philly, and they hit him over the kneecaps with a nine iron. Right. And that's, I think, they just didn't know what they were going into. Everyone knows Eagles fans are garbage human beings. Right, sure. Um, for the most part. There's no, certain... No. Okay, Okay. Do okay. not qualify I, that. Okay, I know. Chrissy Bonus has only stabbed people. Oh, yeah. in we like Chrissy Bonus. Yes. So we um, like one Eagles fan. There's yeah. one good Eagles fan. And it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, congratulations to John Bonus for finding her and marrying her. Exactly. That and was good Good work. Well, well done, Bonus and uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Now, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, the one. Yeah. It's, so, okay, yeah, so hit that guy in the neck with a nine iron jacket. Yeah, so I, I don't think Vikings fans quite knew what they were getting into. Like, they went to the Rocky Steps and put, like, a Vikings flag on the Rocky statue. Right. And then an Eagles fan drove his monster truck up the steps. <laughs> I don't think they understood what they were getting into. I mean, I think if they if they've been playing Oakland, people know that Oakland fans are savages. They will yeah. dismember you and hit you over the head Basically with your torn-off limb Something while you die. Yes, exactly. And Philadelphia <laughs> taught Oakland how to do that. Right. So, um, I don't... I guess I'm, I land somewhere in, the, in what we like to call the mushy middle and or a gray area. We love the gray area. We love the gray well, areas here. here, so the Clarence gray is area is our favorite thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that it. after this. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, I, I, I get why Vikings fans are upset, but you should have known. You should have known what you were getting into when you went there. That's just, you go to the French Quarter with your wallet sticking out of your back pocket, it's going to get pickpocketed. You go to Philadelphia with another team's jersey on, you're going to get a full beer thrown at you. That's ju- it, it doesn't make it right. You go to a Chinese restaurant in the strip mall, you take the food poisoning, you're good. Exactly. Because yeah, you, you get all the egg rolls you can eat for four fifty. Yeah. I mean, shut up. It's a great deal, it's but a great deal. you're rolling the dice. Yeah, exactly. That's, and you you played the odds, and they came they, they came up bad for you. Yep. So I, I can't. No, it's, it's I just true. can't get on board. With, like, one of the rubes on Twitter was saying the. Eagles should have a draft pick taken away. I saw, I saw that. That's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. I, I, I just about <laughs> died. I was like, no. really? You really want to go there? That's, I, that's I don't amazing. like Eagles fans at all, but that is I legitimately was, oh, yeah, funny. That was hilarious. I was like, did Dave Mona write that? <laughs> is, Dave, is Dave Mona finally on Twitter? Sir. 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 Sir, you're like resistance Twitter. Talking There's such to, a I thing mean, as decorum. I just. I remember when the NFL was a yeah. decent place. We yeah. used to wear suits to the games. <laughs> They covered up concussion syndrome for 50 years. Yeah. But this, this is out of bounds. The bridge too far. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw it over to John because I just I just think the Vikings I, fans are... You have such a head. nuanced take, Stu. I just want... Herd them all into an elevator and burn it. Honestly. I hate Eagles fans. I hate Patriots fans. I, I work so you, in downtown Minneapolis, but luckily our office is closed this week because I would absolutely... Just go around punching people. Office is closed all week. 
The office is closed all week because... So you think there are some fans that are worse than other fans? I think if you're going to objectively look at things, there are certain fan bases that definitely should be crowded onto a barge and let loose (laughs) into international waters. All right, so top of your head... Uh, Packers fans. Packers fans. Obviously. Pack, I mean, Packers fans are a special case Yeah, that absolutely should be – it should be banned. There's they no all think they're on them. the team. Yeah. That's the – Patriots yeah. fans are terrible. Eagles fans are terrible. St. Louis Cardinals fans are terrible. Yep. Those are the big four that come to mind. Those that four fan bases. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else would would be part of that group. I don't know if there are any basketball fans that are that – Crazy. I mean, Some really, of them are all Philadelphia fans of... are sort of in the same boat. Okay. Eagles, 76ers, Phillies, they're all I a little bit the same. I, I know you're talking about the fans, but I feel like you're kind of shitting on my Sixers, <laughs> and I'm a little, I feel, a little upset. I feel like the Sixers have ruined many things. Mm. They've... I, I, this is something that Please. far smarter people than I have written about, have especially baseball-related yes. recently. But the point, uh, I wish I could remember who wrote this article because I thought it was a really good point. The point they were trying to make was now it's not seen as a bad thing to try to lose. Yeah. Like, when you try to lose, your fans are like, this is really exciting. We're going to get a great draft they pick and rebuild. They must be smart. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of terrible. I agree. Yep. I agree. They so, took it farther than, further than really anybody else. I get it. Further and farther. Further and farther. I don't um, know what that means. The problem is there are some people, there are some teams or executives or whatever that do that in a smart way. Now, it, I'm in a it, shitty way. It's shitty, but it, but it's actually like there. There's I do a, because I'm a nice guy and because you're here where I can see you, no. as opposed to normally when we're talking on the phone. It's a lot easier. I would to like yell you, when I would like you to explain to me how the 76ers did that better than every other team that's tanking. Well, I think there's a way to do it in terms of we uh, we are going to trade this player who's got a ceiling of being okay. To get a draft pick where there's a higher potential ceiling, or we are going to take on salary to get this player again with the ceiling from a different team. We'll take on salary to get this guy or to get this draft pick, and have a plan in place where every if you look at every transaction on its own, and a lot of people have said this, like if you look at every one of their transactions, they won a lot of them, right? But in totality, they just like continued to do it for too long. And they publicize it too much. If they wouldn't have talked about it so goddamn much, that would have been a different thing. There are other teams who are just like, well, we're just going to be bad. And that's the end of our strategy. We're just going to be bad. Whereas the Sixers and maybe some other, I mean, obviously you can use the example of the Cubs. You can use the example of the Astros where, like, they were tanking in a different way than, like, the Sacramento Kings. We're just like, well, we're just going to be bad. We're, we're going to be bad, and, and uh, or the fucking Browns, who I like the idea of the Browns, generally when they first started, of like, I like the, the idea same of the Browns. Boy, that is, whatever, I mean, I see where you were going with the argument up until the moment yeah. you said the sentence, I like what's going on with the no, Browns. The idea. I, don't, I don't like what's going on now. The At idea. the very beginning, when they were like, you know what, we're not competitive, we're going to do the same deal, we're going to try to accumulate draft picks, but they just didn't ever action on any of them. 
and they passed up on so many quarterbacks where it's like, are you are you just trying to get as many draft picks as you can? you got to fucking draft some guys once in a while. Well, that's... Oh, my wife showed up. We're still recording. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we're still... Sorry. Come on. Sit down. Yeah. Uh, so that would be my take of, like, good versus bad or whatever. Like, at least have a plan in place where you win. Well, that's, that's the part that seems seems like a bad idea with that idea of we're going to get a lot of draft picks, we're going to lose a lot, but it's part of our process. Yeah. It's such a lottery ticket, even if yeah. you have smart people picking the guys who are going to be the result of those draft picks, even if you have that going on. I know. It's still, it's like saying, all right, instead of taking this $1,000 and trying to invest it in the stock market and invest smart and we're going to try to make $3,000, uh-huh. it's like saying, I'm going to buy $1,000 worth of Powerball tickets and increase my chances of winning $200 million. I don't even know where to start with that terrible, awful statement no, I'm, about my I'm right. Sixers. The Sixers had awful luck, and they're still good and promising. They're not good. They're in the playoffs. That doesn't mean anything, you know it. a bunch of fucking 19-year-olds. That's awesome. <laughs> They have Joel Embiid. He's a starter on the All-Star game. Joel Embiid is, is really good. The Timberwolves, who didn't do any of what you mentioned and didn't have any plan, have two players on the All-Star team. Yep. It's just lottery tickets. Okay, well... I mean, not to... I, I don't want to trot on Mr. Puck's turf here, but the Edmonton Oilers, who got the top pick in the dra- NHL draft, and this is a sport effect, but they had the top pick 17 years in a row. 17 in a row. They're garbage. Because they've been poorly managed. Okay, well, they're garbage. They're not the Sixers. They're not garbage. This they're a promising team. Uh, we'll see. They're I mean, in the playoffs already. They're we've talked too much about the Philadelphia 76ers when the point we I started guess. with is that Philadelphia fans are garbage. The yes. best part of this, doing this in person, is that I can see Stu's attention level dropping in that Yeah, he hated this. Sorry. I totally understand. All right, so we got to get through a couple other things before we... we got to talk about Clarence. Before we move on. It's, I, we got to talk about Clarence. It's related to the Philly time stand. 56 minutes. Uh, it's we're like missing the start Clarence. of the podcast here because everybody has a wife but me. We're missing Clarence <laughs> in a bunch of different ways. <laughs> and uh, the main way we're missing Clarence... Uh, well, he's not here, obviously. I would say that... We're in the city of Minneapolis, so there was no chance. There was zero chance of him being here for this. So we know Clarence. We love Clarence. He's an IRL friend of ours. <clears throat> but we're used to not seeing him when we meet up. The three of us very rarely will ever right. see him in person and look in his eyes. It's happened like three times. It's happened like three times. And we've known him for like eight years, maybe more, maybe ten years. That we've known Clarence. It's been a long time. So we're used to getting our Clarence uh, quota mm-hmm. and our Clarence love through Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this week, Clarence made a uh, very funny joke on Twitter that Twitter decided to promote. As part of its Twitter Moments program, Twitter which Moments, is hell on earth. They've started. If you've ever been picked up themselves. by Twitter Moments, which I have. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> that was the humblest of right just there. go downhill in a, in a heartbeat, you're, right? It, the the uh, notifications uh, just... I, I made a joke about Ivanka Trump's Thanksgiving, uh, like... Table. How dare the you? White cornucopia. What? I made we fun of it. Pro Ivanka it Trump got picked up cornucopia. by Resistance Twitter, and Jesus H. Christ, I almost voted for Trump retroactively. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. 
It was so bad. I found a write-in ballot stand and cast three so, write-in ballots. It was so low. bad. I just, yeah, it was just, just the dumbest. Off, I, ah, it's I, bad. I can't, yeah, it's it reminds bad. me of, we are uh, Randball OGs. It reminds me of every once in a while. So we all met each other through the comment section of Randball's blog on Star Tribune. Every time he would post something, it's very dorky. A thousand years Mandy ago. Mandy and my wife are both just ago. like rolling their eyes. They're both somehow on t- Tinder immediately. I'm, I'm glad that it's so weird. How do they do this? I feel like, yeah, it's almost like they all already had a profile. Anyway, I'm glad that Mandy so, and Danielle are here to physically roll their eyes and get uninterested. It is amazing. They yeah, usually do this on their own, and now they know, like, oh, there's someone else yeah, doing that's how this exact thing while they're doing it. So we met through the comment section, and the nice thing was, back in the olden times... Um, <laughs> the old days. Before time. It was, 2000, it was like 2008. That was a long time ago. 2008, it was, I think it was, it was essentially it. olden times. Um, anyway... He would write a post of something quirky about sports, and there would be, like, 17 comments. And uh, two or three would be the three of us, and Clarence, and, like, three or four of our other friends, and that was it. Every once in a while, one of his posts would get posted to StarTribune.com, the main front page. And a bunch of, like, Access Vikings uh, morons came in, and all of a sudden it was, like, 700 comments, and every one of our jokes... They that Game of the, Thrones gift where Jon Snow is in front of all the charging horde. That <laughs> was that, that was whatever Rand got on the front page. I remember commenting so many times of just saying, guys, there's too many comments. I'll see you in the next post. Yeah. Like, I just, like, made a comment to everybody else. Like, I'm just yeah, going to go to the next yeah, this one. Is not, this is not my scene. So it's bad. So this is, I think, is what happens in the Twitter moment sort of deal of, like, yeah, just exactly. get bombarded with these terrible things. So anyway, uh, Clarence made a joke and got put into Twitter moments. And then immediately, a good, a a good really joke. Good, it was a good, good. I mean, and Clarence and is also it. not a man to just let it slide and be like, "Oh, I'm weird. getting a lot of responses. I'm going to ignore this and wait for things to die down." Yeah, he yeah. started. Uh, I remember at one point, and I just thank you very much. At one point, uh, somebody, some Eagles fan said, "Oh, you, you Vikings fans are so soft," and Clarence said. That's because I just got done fucking your mom. Give me a few minutes. <laughs> and I would say that was the beginning of the end. And that was about it for Clarence. And then a bunch of fans reported him for harassment and threats which was, and whatever else. Which is true. It's always yeah, been yeah. true, though. Again, He's always... And again, we all, we all agree that he should have been suspended long ago for his bad food <laughs> yes, taste. Exactly. He like it did For a the whole things he, he said did about a day long rant about yeah. chicken sandwiches. <laughs> chicken sandwiches are bad because I know, because there's too much bread. Too much bread. Have you ever heard of such a thing? What he eats is bread, and he was mad about there being too much bread. How in the on earth sandwich. is there too much bread? In what scenario? It makes put, no sense. He should have been banned and gone to space bread on jail. Top of each other. Yeah, put but. bread inside a bun. That's fine to me. That's fine. It's, there's no such thing. There is no such thing as too much bread. Almost universally, we. We, we mentioned this on the podcast Twitter account, and almost everyone was like, oh, I thought he would have been suspended for his Chick-fil-A takes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. He deserved it for so many different ways. Yeah. Anyway, that was wrong about them. tacos and rice. He should have been so suspended. many things. But, so we finally did it because of something. But he got suspended for something that he had was a really good tweet that got picked up by Twitter, and he got suspended by Twitter for the tweet that for they the tweet promoted that they themselves. Loved. They loved it so much because that they Because Twitter is it. hell. It's the worst. 
it's and so I say terrible. this as somebody who's gotten jobs because of that platform. <laughs> like, you know, my paycheck to yep, Twitter my entire, and still. My entire work career post-2014 is because of Twitter. So in case anybody is curious what happens when your account gets suspended, it's not happened to me or any of us, I suppose, but it happened to Clarence, obviously, and he, he emailed us. And so what happens is your account gets suspended, and they write you a note, and you have to do a bunch of things, right? I think you have to delete a bunch of posts, and then you have to blah, blah, blah. Um, but they send you a message and say, are you willing to do this sort of stuff? And so Clarence responded to them with an official statement that I would like to read now. Everyone this is Clarence's kids, official statement kids. back Rickman. to... Rickman, if your kids are listening right now. Rickman, get it, hustle Earmuffs. them out of there. Weatherman, you know better. Weatherman, earmuffs. Now. You should have been listening anyway. Uh, so Clarence res- Clarence's response to Twitter is, and I quote, Dear Twitter, please focus carefully on each word of the following message because every term was selected carefully with distinct intent. You can suck the entirety of my ass, you dim, joyless chicken fuckers. Yours truly, Clarence Swamptown. End quote. <laughs> So here's the deal. As mentioned, there are hoops you have to jump through. I'm almost positive this, he has not jumped through a single hoop so far. Nope, not a one. That seems unlikely. If you happen to live in Clarence's neighborhood and you're on next door, I would get ready. Get ready. Get ready. He, he has told us he might be pivoting to next door. Yeah, it's yeah. the only other place that will have him. He's <laughs> being kicked off of every other place. Uh, and that's the last. I feel last like refuge. Nextdoor is a good place for Clarence. I kind of feel like I've no gone one lives on, by him. That helps. I've gone so. on Nextdoor, and it's really just people complaining about people, fake people stealing their mail. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Clarence is going to fit in well. There. It's a lot of old people who are pretty sure there's some crime happening. Mm-hmm. No actual crime has happened, but they think something's coming up. I right. saw a couple guys in a car. The kind They're of old way people that house. have the police scanner on top of their TV. They're on their way to And my they house. just sit around in the afternoon listening to the scanner. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, man, I hope he comes back. Who knows? It's, we're recording this on a Saturday afternoon. Maybe he jumped through a couple of hoops and is already back. We need him back, though. It's our it only is. place that we ever, we don't yeah. see him in person. No. <sighs> you have to go to Clarence to get Clarence. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe he can just. Maybe we can do a program where he just texts us things and we just post it on Twitter from our own accounts. Well, then we're gonna get. I don't know. Yeah, then we're gonna get banned too. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Why does Al Secord have to do that with his penis? That seems (laughs) impossible. I, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not. I'm not gonna put that on the internet. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, dude. I I can't do that. I am not anonymous. In good conscience, I I cannot let this out. Yeah, exactly. That's very good. Oh, we're transferring. We're transferring no, I just, to, to Mandy. Maybe it was. Maybe it's not real. But I was scrolling through Twitter as I sat here, and it actually appears that Sean Hannity has actually has lost his verified account. Oh my God! No, how am I going to get my fake and, news? And he's, terrible conspiracy. <laughs> Jeez, that's terrible. So, man, Clarence and Sean Hannity in the same week. Wow. It's a rough week for Twitter. <laughs> they might be the same person. <laughs> we don't know. He is anonymous. I'm well, just I mean, asking questions. Yeah. I mean, one, one's a conspiracy theorist who should be in jail, and Clarence. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, the other two ones. different things entirely. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about, chat about? Uh, we haven't talked about your wolves yet. I do love talking about my they wolves. They did lose two this week. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Uh, they lost the Jimmy Bartlett list game to Portland. And they, they lost to Portland and they State. lost to Golden State. Yeah, the is Butler back? I didn't actually see. He him. was back for the Golden State. Was game, he right? back for Golden State? Yeah. Anybody who's listening to this will know if he was back for tonight's game or not. It was still up in the Brooklyn, air. So, right? Yeah, for Brooklyn, they're at home tonight. Uh, so, listener knows more about about this than us. Well, that's so, true of a lot else. of things. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I was going to use this space if Clarence showed up for him to apologize to Tom Thibodeau, but I don't, yeah, he didn't show up. So we'll, we'll save that for next week. We'll allow, we'll give him some space to mm-hmm. apologize to Tibbs, who's As Clarence's who's so official representative, I can tell you that Clarence ain't apologizing for shit. Yeah, he's not going to apologize. But they're good. They're like legitimately they're a very are, good. Are they the three seed or the four seed right now? They're four seed again. I think they're like a game out. They're going to end up somewhere between, I suppose, a three is possible. And like they're a, like 31 and 20, I think. This one yeah. Year. That's great. Yeah. That's so good. They're so good so quickly. And they're Tips in like, they're like the, the toughest part of their schedule right now. Yeah. It's like all just monster teams. A bunch of, yeah. Houston, a lot of Houston and Golden State like the next couple of weeks. They do play Houston like four weeks in a row somehow. Yeah. Which is brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, they're they're so fun. They're yeah, very fun. Yeah, to they're watch. a fun team. I mean, Remember they, at the they start of the year, so we complained for so long about how unfun they were to watch. Yeah, this year. I mean, they yeah. were winning at the beginning. They were. I don't know. I, I feel like there was a time when they were like, I don't know, ten and eight or something, where we're like, well, they're good, but they suck to watch. They're not fun. I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't really understand I, I it. Still... Butler got comfortable, and Towns just got so good. Yeah, and Jeff he got, T got so hurt. Good. That was fun when he Jeff was hurt. Man, oh, he man. I still a, spend I, a lot of time yelling at Jeff Teague. Yeah, I do too. The I would game. love it if they just reversed Teague and Tyus. Just yep. like have Tyus start and then have Teague come in to spell yep. him. I think that's... Yeah. Teague seems like an excellent second unit point guard. I, I totally like agree. Teague and just don't have pride of ownership over the bad contract you gave him. Yep. To tie us in to start and have Teague back him up. Yep. Uh, like every time Cole Aldrich comes into the game, just put in Teague. But how many? Uh, how much of the Tyus love do you think that we're giving him so much of a longer leash? I'm yep. not sure if it's because he's a Minnesotan, which I don't have much bias over Minnesotans. I have a lot of bias. I would say 92% of my Most Tyus of your love bias. But there's some too about like, oh, he's so little. 
desert where there is a bunch of games. He's so weak. He's adorable. He is is really good. I mean, he's legitimately very good, but he does have some very bad games where he's just getting worked, and I go, oh, it's okay. No, it's fine. It's it's fine. He's trying so hard. He's running around. He's a gamer. Like yeah, the kid in the know. vine who gets run over by the, by the four-wheeler. It's like, yeah. oh, look at him go! Wow, it's fun! Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird deal. Like, he's he is good, for sure. But he also struggles sometimes, and I'm okay with it. And I don't know why I'm okay with it. Someday we'll treat him as if he's an adult and not our little tiny son that we just care about so much. I don't think we're going to do that. No? What, in the, what in the history of all of us <laughs> says that we're going to do that? I don't see it right. happening. Um, do you want to do a two-minute hockey segment, Sean, or not? How are the Wild doing right now? The Wild are great at home and terrible on the road. The Gopher hockey team is hot garbage. Uh, uh, I, I'd love to like go further on that, but the Huskies have really hit a. Oh, have they? They've hit a real rough. I match, honestly yeah. have not paid attention. It's not been good for them. I think this might be the year they finally fired Don Lucia, just um, because they had to I wait. Hate, I they had to wait for a year. when he beat Michigan. They got an extension. <laughs> they had to wait for a year in which he did not win the conference title mm-hmm. to fire him, and that's going to happen this year. So it might be time to move on. You know, I recuse myself from these conversations. Can you love Don Lucia? UMD beat SCSU last night. That's, Did they really? Yeah. All right. All right. UMD is solid this year. They're really yeah? good. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. I don't know if, I mean, if no one else knows this, Brandon does still have a big poster of Mike Sertich in his, in his podcast, Nug. I definitely know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So all right. I want to do uh, what's our famous, I forget what it's called, Dead Talk? I would back up for just a I, second. I, I was just you deck. like covered the Bulldog hockey team when you were at. Yeah, Blue, but never started. Right? It was always Sandlin. it was always Sandlin. Yep, yep. All right, good yep. talk. That's good old school fifteen year old college hockey talk right there. Sandlin was such a dork. Every time I I was a sports editor or whatever, so I'd come to me like, now don't tell anybody. This is off the record. I'm like, oh my god, okay, sure. And he's like, macaroni and cheese is delicious. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team Scott is, Sandlin always did look like the guy who just found out his coupon's no longer good at Mill Sleet Farm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's off the record would seriously be like, uh, team has just not been practicing at all. I'm a little worried about this weekend. I'm like, okay, can you get to the actual juicy stuff? He's like, all right, back on the record. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's it? That's your juicy detail? They haven't been practicing that, well? That sounds What's wrong right. with you. That sounds like a true fact. Yeah. Well, good for him. All right, uh, okay. what did I interrupt there? What okay, were we going so the uh, famous bit, which I can't remember, which is obviously why it's a boner clock, the torque meter, oh. torque oh. time. Oh. I want to know what your boner clock is right now for the Twins. They got oh. Addison Reed. They got some relievers. Zach Duke. They got Zach it's Duke. A great name. We got our uh, our guy Byron is still healthy. Where it's Stu? What's your uh, what's your what's what's the torque time? Again, I apologize to my mom who listens to every episode now. Oh, yeah, earmuffs to all the moms. Uh, nine o'clock. You're at nine? I would like them to do more, but they've done well this offseason um, as far as uh, the bullpen goes. Yeah. But clearly, full full midnight if you Darvish signs. Okay. But, I think we're all waiting on you Darvish yeah. more than anything. Or, I mean, if not him, Lance Lynn or somebody. Uh, I think it's mostly Darvish or Bust at this point. Really, because um, TV's uh, Josh Fiedler is a big, he's a Lance Lynn um, fanboy. And he oh, has really? pretty much sold me on Lance Lynn. Really? What's his argument for Lance Lynn? 
Uh, I wish Josh was here so he could make his I think own. He's, I think he was a farmer. <laughs> that has to be it. He's or, I don't know what I'm He's either Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb. Not Lance Lynn, Alex Cobb. He loves Alex Cobb, yes, not Lance Lynn. Yes. Well, that makes more sense. If he's biased, it's either he has farming in his background or loves chips. Oh, God, he loves the salty chips. Yeah. That's salty snacks are like a, they're, they're, they're a big thing for me. Right. But John, yeah, so yeah, what's your talk yeah. time? I, I'm i entirely waiting on you, Darvish. Okay, it's like, so you are just, yeah. I don't, you're inverted at this point. You're it's not just, just <laughs> normal. <laughs> normal. Whatever you call normal. Uh, I don't know. Is like, 6 o'clock normal? Probably. I'm old, so we're old. So six o'clock is Let's probably. Let's get Clarence normal. in here. And... I think if you're a teenager, normal is probably like eleven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're fourteen years old. Uh, I'm about like a. I feel like I'm like a nine fifteen or so. Mm-hmm. Like it's. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's even if they don't sign Darvish, it could be a fun year. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting. They're young. But if they sign Darvish, it's like this is happening. This is happening right now. Clarence will for sure judge me for this. Well, if he listened, which I'm sure he doesn't. Um, but I just sort of trust the Bee Gees in a, sort, a little bit. I'm going to judge just, you a little bit for that. Well, I know they're not doing much, but I just feel like they have a plan. What's I don't know their what plan? The plan is. Uh, their plan is unrecognizable at this point. I feel like at this point they, they for the most part, trust that there is enough starters kind of in the hopper that they're going to do something with it, trying to sign another one. But who are those starters that are in the hopper? If well, you, you got to trust three Santana, guys, right? Okay. Right. Okay. You got Santana and Barrios. You got to trust Barrios. Who beyond that is in the hopper that you trust? Or that you're even excited about? That I'm excited about? Yeah. I'm excited about uh, Trevor May being a starter. Have they said that he is moving back to being a starter? Because that would be exciting. I, I guess they haven't confirmed it, but I feel like that's a, a thing that could be potentially exciting. Okay. Well, I have a twins thing, by the way. Oh, yeah, great. Right, you, you all them your yeah. boner check, right? Let the record show that hey. Sue raised his hand to talk there. Oh, uh, okay, um, so, so we have official torque time. John, uh, incomplete, inverted. Incomplete. Uh, you're 9, I'm 9, 9 uh, Glenn Perkins, mm, mm-hmm. a friend of the program. we got to get him on here. Um, retired this week. Yeah. Got the story was broken by the crappy radio station in my hometown. Really? Uh, yeah, Grand City Sports was had a guy at their uh, the twins uh, the caravan, caravan where they send people to die in the hotels right. in outstate Minnesota. They go to the Pizza Ranch in Ortonville and, you Yeah. Know, horrible We things. never got the caravan and horrible I, things happened to them. I there. I was every year oh, I was like, Oh, is it getting oh. Wapiton. It was Wapiton. And didn't come to Ortonville again this year. So yeah, um, friggin' Benson. All they brought, and then he like confirmed it on Twitter on Wednesday. So that's amazing. Um, I was just gonna like recognize uh, Glenn for Glenn Perkins is the only Twins player that ever bought me a beer during a Twins game. Oh, you were there for that? Yeah, that's a during great the story. winter. I think that was the very first winter me- or not winter meltdown. Grand uh, uh, Drunk Railroad. Yeah, yeah. The the Twins bar crawl that our our friends John Bonus put together, mm-hmm. and I think the very first one. I, I was hanging out with friend of the podcast, Wade, and we went to about three bars, and then everything got hazy for a while. Which is weird. And when I started Game 2, it was the fourth inning, and I was alone in center field at Target Field. But I somehow made, I, I think Parker Hageman found me in center field, ended up at, the, at Herbeck's buying old plate. Yep. Then there was a two-hour rain delay. Everyone was just sitting around drinking. And then twin PR guy, Dustin Morris, showed up and was like, hey, Glenn Perkins wants to buy you all a beer. And that was, it was Amazing. like, great, I'll 
I'll drink Glenn Perkins. He just called Dustin and was like, here, 200 bucks, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Here's my credit card. Go up there yeah. and buy all those guys mm-hmm. beer. So, yeah, I just wanted to, like, Love Glenn. recognize the, the perk. He was an amazing, he was an amazing reliever. Three-time All-Star. Right. I mean, He fought the man. He filed a grievance. When fought the man and won. We're hurting for right. material uh, in this. When the, down, the downtime is like real close. Yep. Yes. Uh, best Twins relievers is a really good conversation to have. Good talker. There's per- I think Perkins is definitely top. There's three. Joe Nathan. Nathan. Joe Nathan, Perkins, Aguilera. Joe Nathan, Perkins, Rick Aguilera. Reardon. Reardon, I mean, he was. Won a World Series. Uh, I know, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I totally stars. agree. They robbed a couple jewelry stars. For really good at yep. that. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's, that's. That may be like again. It, it February is funny and March are going to be bare. I mean, it's going to be yeah. all. Timberwolves. When you get into like number six, you're like, Mac. I don't know how good was Steve Atherton. <laughs> I guess he was good. He wore giant glasses on the field. He did. Incredible. All right. All right. Um, Should we be done? Yeah. Should we be done? Or do you have any we, dad topics um, to mention? Do the ladies want to talk about anything at all? We've got two wives here. Yeah. Still on Tinder. Yeah. Still on Tinder. <laughs> like, please just. Danielle, is this the most of the podcast the you've ever heard in your life? <laughs> Possibly, yes. Yes, I think so. Oh, boy. I mean, ten minutes. Ten minutes is long for her, she said. I don't know. Is that a shot? Is that a shot at me? <laughs> ten minutes be. is a long time. Can we agree yeah. at that? Can we all what am I going to do with the other nine minutes? Ten minutes, right? <laughs> ten minutes a, is a long yeah. time. That's a novel. Generally speaking. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Well, so let's, let's do dad life it. another time. Okay. All right. Already, um, everyone, have a great... We are you already stopped. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> We're still talking. Have a great. Are I don't. I, oh, I um, are we? Are we going to do one during the week? We should probably do Super Bowl picks before we go. Oh. Uh, I'm. I know. I. I agree. Come on, Meteor. I've never been more excited. Yeah, uh, for you're going to watch. You'll game. watch, right? I honestly, I've not made any plans to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. No one's invited me to anything to sure. watch the Super Bowl. Who are you I cheering would... for? No one. You, I want both teams to lose. When the kickoff sure. happens, there's something that you're going to be like, "Come on, Why, you definitely hate one of them more than the other, right?" How do you watch sports without having at least right. a one percent? Um, I mean, I hate Eagles fans, but I hate the Patriots more. So you're gonna? Eagle? I think I'd probably yeah. end up. Nick Foles. Nick Foles went to my alma mater. He what? He's Arizona. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So that's something a little bit. That's something. I mean, but it's just so little. You can't imagine all those battery checkers being happy and be happy about that. I know, man. It's tough. My wife said Tom Brady's the worst. Sorry, I again. Apologies to Matt Brickman. Um No. Sorry, Matt. Okay, no apologies. Matt, to Matt I hope Brickman. your team. You know, the more we talk about it, the more I hate the Patriots. Okay, so you're <laughs> for sure. Somehow Eagles. dragging poor Brickman into it, I was just like, man, I hate Matt Brickman. He <laughs> likes the Patriots. That's so weird. We he's such a so nice much. guy, though. I know he's such a nice guy. That, like, but I still mighty, hope his team. He wears that mighty mighty Boston suit on like Thursdays <laughs> for some reason. That's uh, great. It's a great suit. We love I Matt. did like the mighty mighty Boston. Yeah. So I. All right. So Stu, what's your what's your call? Uh, New England's gonna win. I yeah. Mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. Like twenty-seven that's to a true, thirteen. That's a true statement. Yeah. I just it's Nick Foles against Bill Belichick. Yeah. I mean. I guess. Again. Well, Nick, but here you say that, but also. Uh, Bork Bladles was one pass away from ruining their lives. Well, shit, I mean. One pass away. Julio Jones doesn't slip in the end zone. The Vikings play Atlanta at U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, true. And then but lose to them like, probably because like Mike Belichick, Smith is, like, or whoever the, who's the coach of the Falcons? 
Uh, Jim Mora. No, that's not correct. Not Jim Mora, Dan not Mike Quinn. Smith. Dan Quinn would have probably figured out the same things that Doug Peterson did and boat race the Vikings at home. So, but it, It's Patriots, an alternate reality I don't want to deal with because that would actually hurt worse. So The Patriots couldn't figure out Bork Ladles, mm. and he was really good against them. Foles is a little bit better. <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying watching you try to talk yourself into, oh, An yeah, the Patriots won't absolutely murder Nick Foles. a cool... 40 U.S. dollars on the Eagles. $40 on the Eagles. 40 With the spread US or straight funds. up? Danielle, I would like your reaction spread. to this. The spread. Uh, it's $40 that I will never see again. And yeah, I should have went over. to my shoes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think that the Eagles maybe not, maybe won't win, but I'm, I think I'm going to be cheering for the Patriots. I love you, Matt Brickman. Best Loyal he listener. is such a nice guy. I love you so yes. much. I don't know. Would he be on the show, do you think? Prickman? Yeah. He would be fired if he was on the show. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. After all the things I said, why would he ever come on the show? Uh-huh. Kind of He's not hearing this. He just deleted the podcast from his podcast app. Yeah. Swore in front of his children. Yeah. Uh, we Otis and Henry. Sorry, Otis and Henry. Were Sorry, really... boys. Sorry about that. All right. All right, call it. Call it a day. We love everybody. Yes, go Vikings.